My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Cops, we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back. Apollo, welcome to the show tonight. Thanks, brother. This is it's going to be a pretty exciting show, I think, don't you? I certainly do. Yeah, I we'll actually be. hope we have some fruitful conversations. We will have some fruitful co- So what we're doing <laughs> What we're doing today is we're going to be calling some of the we're, Okay, we're going to call some of the journalists. They call themselves journalists. And we we have some special stuff we're doing, don't we, Apollo? We have a lot of special stuff that we're doing. But the special stuff is is that we've been digging into these journalists. You know, some of them are Antifa journalists. We call them Antifa journalists. They don't like that. They don't like the Antifa journalists. So I'm mixing my coffee with a with a pen. This is actually a little bit related to how you uh, ended up in this fight. It, isn't it? This is a, isn't it's coming crazy? full circle. Woo! Okay, so my... Yeah, I said this before. So I went to meet with a pastor, and the pastor and I, we, we haven't exactly gotten so eye-to-eye on things all the time. And we were talking about all the things that were happening in the country, and he's like, Joe, I want there to be unity. But he said some things that led me down the path where I know that he knows. But he goes, you're a sheepdog, Joe. So he called me a sheepdog. sheepdog. And the reason why that's important to me, to, that hit me so hard, it was like a paradigm crash for me is because it made me realize why I've done things in my life and why I've let people get away with things, why I let Max get away with things, right? Why I let people inside the companies that I ran get away with things. It's why, it's why people have taken from me and I have not received. So I've always been a giver, not a taker. And, um, so it's been really hard in my life to ask for help. And typically those people that show up to ask for help, I'm always skeptical of why. And frankly, they, they say things and do things, and, you know, I, I will say, hey, do the in, in the business world, I would say, just do this. This will fix the problem. And they won't do it. And I'll come back a couple of days later, and I was like, well, I told you how to fix it. Fix it. This is what you need to do. And they'll go, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that'll work. And I go, well, you only have two choices, one to do it, one not to do it. So if you don't do it, you're not here. If you do it, then you can stay. And normally when I get challenged like that, and then what I'll typically do at that point, and this has happened to me multiple times because I can see to the end. I see to the light. So people wonder, Joe, how can you be so confident about things? Well, a couple reasons. One, I never lied. And they, and they use things in your life against you. They'll come after you and say, you did this, you did this, you did this. Well, heck, if I can admit that I voted for Obama, there's a lot of things I'd be willing to admit if I did it. Right? Make sense? 
And being a sheepdog means that I protect people at all costs. I'm willing to put myself, my, my, my personal well-being at, in, in risk in order to help others. Well, that, that dates back to and has been very true of not just friends, but family. And um, even people around me I don't even know. But when he said that, I, I've had to re-examine and go, you know, why is it that I'm willing to have people take advantage of me? Why is it that, I'm, I'm, I, that I don't care about the things that they, that they write? And the reason why I don't care, well, to be honest with you, which I'm honest before, but I'm going to be honest with you here. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to be transparent with you here. Um, they've never lived my life. So many people, and this is true for a lot of people, uh, when, when I was, and I, and I want to tell a couple stories if I can, and then we're going to call a couple of people. But when, when I got involved in uh, mentoring incarcerated youth, like kids that, that were locked up for stuff, I always said, you know, I want the toughest case. I want to be able to crack the toughest case. And uh, so they would. They're like, oh, okay, well, I got a kid that well, you're, it's, you're never going to work. And I'm like, all right, that's the one I want. And I remember, and I wanna, I wanna, I'll talk about this young man specifically because, you know, he has a special place in my heart and my family's heart. I remember I would pick him up from the detention center because you were allowed to have visits. So he first started off up in, in, the, in the mountains of Colorado. They had this, like, group home deal, and he, he was there. And then he got transferred into a... Uh, secondary where they have a school. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, get my, my uh, uh, diploma. I'm going to try to do better. I'm going to go to these different classes, trade classes. I'm going to try and play football. And, and frankly, he was, he was so far past going back in time to where he could have recovered that it was just everyone had the opinion of just speed him up. Just speed him up and get him out of here. You can't do this, can't do that, can't do this, can't do that. Well, I took him to a restaurant, a restaurant without paper napkins. And it was a nice restaurant. And we sat down, and uh, so I picked up the napkin. I put it on my lap. So he kind of looked at the napkin and didn't know where it went on my lap. So he <laughs> kind of threw it in front of him. And I was like, hey, lay it across your knee. So he did. And the waiter came over and filled his water. And he was noticeably uncomfortable. And I go, what would you like to eat? You want an appetizer? He had, he had no idea what an appetizer was. And he goes, sir, yeah, so it's the appetizer in the upper right-hand right corner. And what amazed me is he goes, well, you know, yeah, can I have some of this cheese stuff? Is this, is this dip? And he asked the question of whether or not it was dip. So he was uncomfortable through the entire experience, the entire experience. And the meal came. I think he ordered a steak. He would ask me, he's like, hey, what is this? What is this stuff that's on it? And so he ate, and I couldn't stop laughing. Well, why do you think I couldn't stop laughing? I'll tell you why. Because I had been him. I had been in that place where, to me, a great meal was Denny's. I'd, I was in a place when I was growing up where, man, frankly, Kentucky Fried Chicken, we would get a bucket of 20 pieces of chicken, some biscuits. We love the biscuits. 
and we'd get some KFC, and they had them on sale, $29.99 for a 20-pack plus biscuits plus gravy plus mashed potatoes, and that to me was the meal. And I remember the first time that I sat down in a restaurant, how uncomfortable I was. I mean, a real nice restaurant. And I remember that it was even more uncomfortable the second time because I was trying to figure out if I did it right the first time. And so people's lives, they go different directions. People have, they grow up different ways. They grow up where the family said, all right, here's the rules to living your life. And there are others like me that grew up in an environment and I'll take anything away from my parents. It was, a, it, was a, it was not an ideal childhood, as my dad will tell me now. But I survived it and I'm, I'm a better man for it. And because I like to learn, I learned very quickly. So I know what it's like to come from a place where I didn't have anything. I had nothing to lose because I had nothing that anyone would want to take. And then building that up, I, I found myself in a place where I fought every bit of what we call the establishment, we could, the, the government apparatus, because I didn't trust it because I grew up on the other side where I could see the inner workings of it. And then when I saw it destroy people and destroy people's lives, it became more apparent that there was no authenticity. And the mo most authentic people that I've ever come into contact with are the people with the least amount of money. They're also the people that are the most giving. Do you find this, Apollo? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I know you didn't come here for a history lesson on whether poor people are more authentic and more honest, but they are. Like even the ones that are doing something wrong will typically say, I did something wrong. They go in and rob something. They, they'll rob it. They'll rob the bank. They get caught. They're like, yeah, I robbed it. That's why jails are filled with poor people. 95% poor people, people that came from a disadvantaged environment. Because they, they, they only live their lives authentically because that's all they knew. So when people said a bunch of stuff about me, I was like, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me. I know who I am. I know what I had to do to learn about life. I know what I had to do to teach my children about life. I know the things that my parents and people in my family did that I thought were not very nice. I saw as my brothers and sisters went in a different direction, some of them. And I saw the amount that they had to struggle just to understand what was considered normal. And so for somebody to say bad stuff about me, I look at it and go, man, you're trash. You've done nothing. You've accomplished nothing. You, you, you hang out in your parents' basement. Like I left home. <laughs> I left home at 15, and I never went back. I never rebounded, never went back, back home. I fought over and over again to make sure that I got an education, to make sure that I was successful, to make sure that I was, would do the right thing, and then I protected other people. So when this pastor said, you're a sheepdog, I looked at myself and said, maybe that's why. Maybe I never thought that I deserved to have the things that I have today, and that's why I fought so hard for other people that I think do deserve to have that same opportunity that many of them can't see that an obstacle is just an obstacle they can push aside or walk around. And we find ourselves all the time saying the same things. We allow people on the radical left to say and do things about us. We allow them to create ideologies. We allow them to lie to us about what's important. And it's not just the radical left that does that. It's, it's the GOP, it's the Constitution Party. They always talk to us about stuff that's not important. And I believe, and I've said this before, that the difference between President Trump 
and every other politician, mostly every other politician. I think, the, I think to a large degree, DeSantis is that way. But everyone else was speaking Greek, like Apollo, and Trump was speaking English. Everyone else was talking about and watching the little heads go up and down. Oh, yeah, 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 that's what I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was Trump saying, you can't pay your bills. Your taxes are too high. Your kids aren't getting a proper education. They're lying to you about what's happening in your community. They're stealing money from you. They're disproportionately taking money and handing it to foreign interest. They're not making America first. And people woke up and they were like this. They're like, what? Do you hear what he's saying? Apollo, do you, do you feel like when you, when you hear Trump talk, you can understand what he's saying? Yeah, it was actually, so I didn't actually believe him when he first started running, but he caught my attention in a huge way because I was just listening him speak English. I mean, you know, uh, Greek for most people is a good way to put it because he was the first politician that I've heard. Even if I agreed with the things that they were saying, he was just speaking in plain English and he was calling out all these different uh, you know, global nonsense and these different uh, agreements that were clearly screwing the American people. And he was just speaking in very, very plain terms about the experiences that people in America were having themselves. They weren't talking about, uh, you know, these abstracts that people can't really relate to. They weren't using, uh, you know, these weird uh, us versus them kind of mentality other than like you're hurting. Here's what's going on for the majority of Americans. And here are some of the obvious problems. Uh, and the more that I listened to him, the more I started to believe that he was actually legitimate. Uh, but that, that is why I 100% believe, and I think everyone would agree with me, that is why he had the support he did. And it goes along with his tweets, too. Were a lot of his tweets uh, wise, maybe? No. Uh, definitely not the most uh, diplomatic, I suppose, in some of his language. But no one cared because he was speaking directly to the people. Um, and real quick, uh, mentioning speaking directly to the people, it looks like Rumble rants are completely down everywhere on Rumble. So if you are listening right now and you cannot comment, go over to conservative-daily.com. Uh, our comments are working. <laughs> there, there, there are no rants anywhere on Rumble that are functioning right now. I, I just put up a rant that says, cannot see any rants. Yeah, there's zero. I've been testing it back and forth and it's not working. Uh, it, you know, it, oh, man, they just, they can't get it right. Why am I taking the time? Why am I taking the time to say this to you? Well, I'm going to tell you why. I'm taking the time to talk to you about this because I think that as we head into 2022, I'm going to talk to you in plain English. I don't think that these Antifa journalists, these, these activists, and, and Mr. Producer, I'm going to send you a video if I can really, qu really quick. Yeah. I'm going to send you a video. And uh, this video is the thing that happened in Oklahoma. I don't know if you saw this, but there's a school called the Rogers High School where there's a teacher who's an anarchist. And that anarchist teacher was talking about basically burning things to the ground. Is this a guy who was saying that they're my kids now? They're his kids. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the reason why I'm, I'm sending this to you is because they lie about everything. They don't tell the truth about anything. The FBI has not told the truth. And we, we look at it, and most of you go like this. Most of you go like this. Are you ready? Did you not just hear that? Did you not just see that? Why is this not a big deal? We say it all the time. How come that's not a big deal? P Peter Strucka, or the, uh, you saw the letter that was written about him, like why you can't be here. No big deal. No big deal. Like you're, you're an embarrassment to the FBI. You've actually done more damage. No big deal. Eh. 
Investigation shows that you lied all the time. It's no big deal to people who lie all the time. It's no big deal like we went over this morning with Coomer, lying every time. It's no big deal that they basically can deceive and take whatever they want from you. It has become just the way it is. And you're just supposed to take it on the chin. Look at the reporters at CNN, all these people who get caught doing all this ridiculous crap. Nothing happens. No big deal. Just nothing happens. Oh, yeah, forget about it. They get brought back in. Who cares? Yeah. And Peter Strzokka, by the way, now works for CNN. He was kicked out by the FBI. What, what, what world are we in? So these journalists, we've been digging into them. I, I've, got, I've got journalists that are on this list that have been convicted of sex crimes. I have journalists on this, this list that used to be a barista at Starbucks. I have journalists on those. And by the way, they, they work for the New York Times. They work for the New York Times... Wait, who else? Let me see what we got here. Whoo! Oh. Let me see who else we got here. Oh, we got some, we got some local ones too. Is this it? This is all the ones we got that we can get a hold of? Well, that sucks. Well, right. I mean, unless we want some more of the cousin hits. I don't want any cousin hits. I don't want any cousin hits. But what I what I do want to do is I want you to I want you to play this if you can if we can really quickly and see if I can get it over to you. I apologize for it taking so long. Um, this is Project Veritas, and I was pretty amazed by this Project Veritas. But I want to show you how the principal of the school lied and then said we're being surrounded by radicals, actually referring to conservatives. This is saying to being you're you're not going to believe what you're hearing. This is an investigation by Project Veritas into them indoctrinating children and saying that they own your kids. Now, I'm going to tell you something. There were several parents. There were several parents that came out that said, you get rid of that teacher or we will find him. I'm not telling you that I'm advocating for this. This was a story that was on a uh, Reddit Slack deal of parents going, we're going to hunt him down. We're going to get rid of him. Now, these parents were not talking about beating him up. These parents were like, we're going to get rid of him. So you remember what they said about vigilanteism that's happening? That, that's out there? One of the fears that they have? Mm -hmm. I believe that's a real threat. So it there, is. There's a oh, little bit is. of truth that's in the middle of this because parents are like, wait a minute. You're, you're talking about that my kids are your kids? You're talking about indoctrinating and hurting my children? Oh, and they're, they're your kids now? Or let me show you something. And because it's a lynch mentality that is building across the nation, this is where I think the FBI in certain aspects are getting it right. People in this country want people that do stuff like this teacher did to pay. And they want them to pay dearly. They want to set an example. So there are people all over the country that are ready to set examples. My fear is, is that we can't get to them fast enough with the, the wheels of justice and getting rid of Dominion and Koenig and ESNS and, and the mail-in ballots and the Eric system and these, this entire tribe of systems and people who have tried to destroy and hurt everything our country stands for by stealing your voice. We're not gonna get to them fast enough and they're gonna start popping off. Well, That's my fear. Before we play this, you're, I think you're absolutely right and there is a real, uh, this is, a real phenomenon, but think about yeah. how far down our country must have fallen in order to get to that point. Because the only reason Put that people are, there, are down across this, sorry, and then you can, do it, but go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Just um, keep going. The uh, the reason that that sentiment has 
now come to existence in anywhere but the most like fringe groups of people who are just nut jobs anyway is because the American people has lost absolute, utter, complete any confidence in our justice system. And we've seen it at every level from the Antifa, from these low level people letting or letting out pedophiles, let, letting out violent criminals, uh, drug dealers. They let these people out. It's two tiered, whether you're conservative or you're Antifa. Uh, the election fraud cases that continue to get let go, all these, uh, you know, state-level politicians, and now going all the way up to the highest levels of the FBI and the Department of Justice, including what's been done against Trump and other uh, high-profile individuals. No one has any faith no. in, American, in the American justice system anymore. None. Uh, and and, and we, we find ourselves in a place where we don't have a ton of hope as a result of it. But I want to play this for you. And do you have it ready, Apollo? Are we ready to go? I do, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and play this. It's only a couple minutes long, but I think it's important for you to, to see what I'm talking about. And uh, as always, a shout out to uh, James O'Keefe for the, for the work that he's doing. Go ahead and play it. Please take your phones out. Don't videotape me, please. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> like put this on social media. Don't make like me feel like Project Veritas is with us. Oh, and there is were. no secret curriculum at Rogers. There is nobody that's got a local by someone familiar with the matter. The principal of Will Rogers High School in Oklahoma begging, pleading for Project Veritas not to record her. Rogers is getting hammered, people are getting hammered. We just have to be careful right now. People like the kid in your class. You're not paying attention and something happens and they videotape yeah. it and it makes you look like you're bad. Secretary of Education in Oklahoma called for Tyler's teaching license to be revoked. Trust me, I want to like burn down the entire system. I can get my license revoked for it, for being too broke. The principal's plea to not be recorded by Project Veritas was captured in a staff meeting Tuesday. So we had a person come to our school is with a group called Project Veritas, and their goal is to put people in situations, have them share things that they probably shouldn't share to certain Principal Dennis neglected to address the secret curriculum available for students on Teacher Tyler Wynn's TikTok page. I'm just telling you, we're all getting eaten up by radicals. It's just the world we live in right now, and the adults have lost their minds. I want to know why our kids are crazy? It's because we're all crazy. All right. Ironic. <laughs> wow. Right. Is that all of it? Was that the whole thing? That was the whole video. Okay. Yeah. They want to know why we're crazy because our kids are crazy. It's because we're crazy. So I would ask you a question about this. You say that there are no, there's no secret curriculum, and that kid, and, and we'll we'll see if we can grab that if you can. The teacher from Oklahoma, at this Rogers High School, they said they're getting hammered. Hammered is not even the word for what is happening right now at Rogers High School. And here is my problem: you're in Oklahoma. You have people all over that state that will literally gather up by the hundreds, if not the thousands, and they will hang that man. I'm telling you what, what could really happen in Oklahoma. I'm telling you that being woke is not being woke. It's destroying young people's lives and saying that you stand for something. Typically a lie because liar, 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 because they're liars. But they believe their lies sometimes. Sometimes they're just evil and they just want to knock down everything that's in front of them because they're evil, and that's what evil does. Evil is, destroys things and the community. But where are we now? Where are we now when we're having a conversation about wokeness and 
these people, these Antifa journalists. So I think we have the first one. Are we going to call, call the first one? I'm going to call the first one. Okay, this is Jesse we're calling. Jesse, go ahead and give Jesse a call real quick, and I'll just kind of go into it. He, I, I'm going to tell him I'm Joe from Conservative Daily, and I'm, and I'm here to, I, I want to ask him a question about what he feels. I have some questions with him. And uh, let's turn it around a little bit. Jesse. We got Jesse? This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar- massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Okay, we're going to be a little bit quiet here. We're going to call Jesse. Let's see. We're going to ask him if he can answer the questions. How much How much you want to bet that none of them actually know, even know what I'm talking about? I'm going to bet you they don't know what we're talking I'm about. I'm trying number number two. You try that. You sell... Yeah, don't read that, but I'm going for the cell now. All right, going for the cell. Let's go for the cell. You think you think all the Antifa journalists called each other and said, Joe's going to be calling you. He's going to get you on the radio. It's very possible. Please hold. Just say, please hold, please. How much you want to bet we go through all of this and we get one to say, I, I can't talk to you about this. I just, I can't. Hey, Jesse. Um, who's this? Hey, Jesse, how you doing? This is Joe at Conservative Daily. I had some questions. I know you're a, a journalist. My name is Joe Oldman, so I had some questions about this Koenig deal. I wanted to see if you would answer some questions for us for a piece we're doing. Did you hang up? That was a negative. Ah, Jesse, call him again. Let's call him again. Ah, we got to call him again. Gotta, maybe he just got disconnected. Do you see what's happening? I'm going to ask a couple questions. Come on, Jesse Paul. With the Colorado Sun? I'm a conspiracy theorist. Why can't we just answer some questions here? I, don't you think it, we should answer some questions? He'll probably answer this. All right, just say, hey, listen, this is, this is we're, we're journalists. We want to ask a journalist this question as it relates to Koenig, right? Because they, you know, we're conspiracy theorists. So I want to have a conversation about the conspiracy that we're not representing right now. Nothing yet? He's not he letting He doesn't you? seem to be answering. If it goes to voicemail, let me leave him a voicemail. You can call us back. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to on the Going air. All right, let's let's put them up here real quick. Go ahead. Get in touch with me more urgently. Please feel free to send a text message to this number or send me an email at Jesse J E S. Can I can I talk and he's going to hear? Yeah. Please record your message. When All you right. Is it on? On here? Did you not? I'll, I'll make it so it'll go. Hey, Jesse, this is Joe Oltman. I'm calling you. you. You know, you should know me pretty well. You've written a couple of, of nice articles about me. And I have some questions for you as it relates to Koenig. We know the CEO, Eugene Yu, was just arrested. And, you know, the, it looks like the sheriff went around him because he committed fraud. And they provide election assistance. They sent all that information, that, you know, personal information, including their children's names, over to China. So I didn't know if you were aware of this, but this is more of that election fraud stuff. If you'll give us a call back, I'd love to hear from you. I want to ask you some questions. It's 303, oh, excuse me, no. It's 888-441-1121. That's 888-441-1121. If you call up, I'll have, I'll have one of my guys literally put you into me, but we're writing a really good piece. And I just want to make sure that, you know, we, we get your, your thoughts on it because you're a, you're a valuable journalist in the community. All right. Thanks, Jesse. And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medcare Network. So today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do that may require some emergency medical attention, we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency. Uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air Medicare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and promo code is daily. Go check them out. Okay. Should we do the next one? This is too much fun. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm having too much fun. You guys, <laughs> I know I can't see your comments and it sucks that I can't see your comments. Rant, Rumble rants are down if you're on Rumble. You can go to conservative-daily.com. That's conservative-daily.com. And we do have some, uh, some comments that you can leave up there as well. Uh, okay, okay, so the next one we're going to call, because that one is Eric. Oh, yeah, we got Eric Sell. This should be fun. This one will be fun because he knows that I think he's an Antifa journalist. So this one is uh, – but he, he actually is, might be the saving grace. He, he – uh, wrote the story about me. Please leave your message oh. for... You think they're talking to each other? Eric Beerbaum. All right, turn it off, turn it back on. Do it again. Just do it again. Let's do it one more time. This is Eric Malbach. Now, this guy... I don't even know how you became a journalist. I really don't. I'm trying. He's with the Call of the Times recorder. He's written... It looks like 30 pieces. Ah, I can put it on here. but Transfer it up so I can leave a message. Let's do it again, one more time. Are you almost ready? Oh. Yeah, I think this is voicemail. This is? Yeah. 
All right, hey, Eric, this is Joe Oltman. You, you probably know a lot about me. I mean, you think you do anyway. I want to call and ask you some questions about Koenig. You know, the, the CEO was just arrested, Eugene Yu, um, for using a software for special needs and uniformed overseas voters, but he, he is actually sending all the information on poll workers and, and voters overseas to China. So I want to get your thoughts on it. i got a bunch of questions for you. Please call, please call us back, 888-441-1121. I'd like to ask you some questions. I think it's important because, you know, you're a, you're a valuable journalist in the community, and I think it'd be really good to hear your thoughts on the election fraud since you seem to think that we're, you know, a conspiracy theorist and election deniers. We, we're actually going to go through this deal, and we're going to bring journalists to the forefront and start asking them questions on their thoughts. Make sure that you're educated on, on these things. Maybe you're more educated than we are, me, where, than I am. So you call us back, 888-441-1121. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's find another journalist. Oh, my gosh. Here and if go. any of the journalists that we have called and left a message, if you're watching now, uh, you can go ahead and call 888-441-1121 right. hey. if you do want to talk to us. Hey, Quentin Young, I know you're paying attention. You're watching because you said you reached out and asked him to come on the show and defend Newsline reporting. He's going to watch the show and may call in. My guess is he wants to sense the tone and the question you're going to ask before he commits. I, you know, that I don't need that. I mean, I, I'm willing to debate at any time. So maybe you guys are all sitting in the same room together. Now I know that you guys are talking to each other. Oatman's going to try and call you. <laughs> but let me tell you what he said in this deal. So this is, this is he's actually been probably the most uh, neutral. I don't think he's neutral, but he's been the most neutral. Let me read this to you. It's uh, Oatman is an energetic conspiracy theorist. It's not really neutral. Uh, Colorado Springs indie reporter, um, Heidi Beetle has the receipts. Oh, boy. The Douglas County resident originated the debunked claim. Debunked claim. It's a debunked claim. Debunked claim promoted by Trump that Dominion Voting Systems and one of its executives, Eric Coomer, were involved in rigging the election in favor of Biden. That's actually not what I said. What I said is what he said, which is, don't worry about it. Trump's not going to win. I made effing sure of it. He said it, not me. Now, what came after that is what caused me to go after him, and that is they attacked my family, came to my house, and did things to try and harm me. And then they decided, well, this guy literally will put me down like a dog, so maybe we should probably rethink this. That's not in there, by the way. Let me read this part to you. We're involved in the rigging of the election in favor of Biden. Oatman is now defending a defamation suit brought by Coomer, he, but he is defiant. In his deposition, he told one of Coomer's lawyers, you can't handle the truth. Oatman is the founder of FEC United, a conservative activist group with an armed wing, United American Defense Force. So that's not true. But the reason why I said that he's somewhat neutral is because I've read some of his other articles. So, Quentin, if you're here, call in, 888-441-1121. I've read some of his other articles, and you can tell that he looks at it and goes, all right, got to write this a certain way. I'm told to write it a certain way. But, you know, maybe there's something to this. He's not stupid. So, Quentin Young, among other – I'm going to separate him from the wheat from the chaff, and I would say that Quentin Young is probably the one that I wanted to have conversations with, it, which is why I put three him down further in it. Um, here's my questions, Quentin, if you want to call us. Koenig was a topic of discussion during the Tree the Vote pit event over the summer. Uh, this foreshadowed the disclosure that Stuart Thompson in the New York Times wrote about this one day after he dismissed those same Koenig disclosures as a conspiracy theory. This actually happened. This is a, a journalist out of the New York Times. Uh, a journalist that writes about election conspiracies, you have done your own due diligence on these allegations. So have you looked into it? Have you looked into what Koenig has done? And uh, I'll, I'll even give you, here's what I'll do. I'll even give you 
an exclusive on the information that came out of, now it won't be an exclusive meaning you're the only one that'll have it, you're the first one that'll have it, okay? But, and we're gonna do a story on it too. The information that came out of Romania with a guy named, I'm not gonna say it, I'm gonna say it at one point once I get it, but we, we went over there to Romania and gathered information on 25 million names that came out of the United States. They were being funneled and basically it's identity theft. It was then used to steal elections back in the United States by injecting these, these names into elections in the United States and different states. Now you would say, I mean, I just simplified it. There's much more to it, but we were able to gather the access to this information, including social security numbers and other bits of information that would not be available to anyone over in Romania had they not been given this information by, drumroll, the CIA, the FBI, and all of them that were complicit in knowing this information was being shared. Okay. So I'll give you, but, but you have to answer these questions. You got to call and answer these questions for that to happen. Okay, as a journalist, are you familiar with the role of Koenig software plays in U.S. elections, specifically when it comes to voter accessibility? It's not used in Colorado systems, but it was evaluated by Colorado's VSTL in 2013 and okayed, despite not being chosen for being non-traditional at the time. So here's another question for you. Is, do the privacy violations outlined in the arrest concern you? Consider that software is used for special needs and uniformed overseas voters. How confident are you in, in your own belief in reporting about our election systems, particularly your liberal use of the terms like baseless debunked? I want to be really careful when I do decide to flush out the lawsuits. There's, I, you, you're, you're actually at the lowest part of my list, so you should probably talk to me. Um, as a journalist that covers elections conspiracy theories, are you writing about the arrest of Koenig CEO? Did you write about it? I don't think you did. Where is your journalistic curiosity when it comes to the claims about the election systems that were made in 2016, including the movie Kill Chain, the claims that are being made presently since 2020, and the evidence that has been discovered and subsequently dismissed or covered up by the government about voting system vulnerabilities? Example of the latter would be the EAC report in Georgia based on J. Alex Halderman's work, as well as the 2020 claims that voting machines cannot connect to the Internet compared to the fact that they admit this now and issue guidance to clerks to make sure they don't accidentally reconnect, which is what they had to do. <sighs> so I do have, by the way, Susan's number. So I have one that reached out by email yesterday. Who's uh, that? A reporter with ABC News. Oh, really? And I don't have any idea what she wants to talk about, but she asked if we were available by phone sometime this week. Well, well let's do it. Should I call her real quick? Absolutely. All call right. her. What, who's she with? ABC News? ABC News. Oh, I love this. Give it to me. What's her name? Uh, Kim Soren. Kim Soren. Or Soren, like Sor Soren Kim. Soren Kim. Okay, let's try it. Guys, just hang tight for a second. We're going to... I got to get this other one for Susan. Susan. Domin... Uh, I know I have it here somewhere. Don't fret. I'll get it for you. I know we got a little bit of a dead time, but I got a bunch of people that I want to ask questions to. Susan. No, it's not going to be on that one. So this takes a little bit of time. We were, we're kind of... Uh, minimus. Here we go. Oh. Here we go. 
I got her. I got her information. Let's see if I can get her to respond to this. All right. Sorry, guys. I don't. I thought I had her number. I thought I did. I can't imagine why I wouldn't have had it. Okay. Not not answering. Oh. Wait Please leave your message. Ah. They must be hard at work. Hard at work. All right. I I don't know if. Let me see if I can get her to call. This is nuts. So I do know that S Susan and others are sharing information with like Coomer's people and things like that. Um, but I can't seem to find the email. No, can't find it. Oh, well. So we've tried four. Go ahead and call it again. Let's call that number one more time. If you're a journalist and you're, you're listening here and you can answer some of these questions about Koenig or about what came out of Georgia, 64 out of 66 counties that had the same problem they had in Tennessee related to errors that meant that they did not count accurately the votes coming out of the Dominion voting machines, then please feel free to call at 888-441-1121. So far, I, I haven't gotten any takers uh, to answer any questions. I think they're afraid. This is 0 for 4, 0 for 5? 0 for 5. We're calling them again? Yep. Okay. So while we wait for that, I want to go through some other stuff that was said today. And for those of you that don't know, Biden was caught joking in a hot mic conversation with a Florida official. And uh, he says, no one Fs with a Biden. This is an unbelievable story because when you start talking about the, humor, the, the, the hubris of these people, they think they're above the law. Much like the Clintons felt like they were above the law when they went and just took all of the money from, that went for Haiti, billions of dollars that was supposed to go to Haiti. I never made it there. But the Clinton Foundation had it. They had all that money. I'm trying to figure out what happened to it. Where was the money used? But he got caught on a hot mic moment, so let me, let me read this to you. Florida to survey damage wrought by... So Biden visited Florida to survey the damage wrought by Hurricane Ian on Wednesday and got caught joking in an explicit hot mic conversation with a local official. No one Fs with the Biden. The, the Biden appeared to tell Fort Myers Beach Mayor Ray Murphy. Yeah, you're go right, the mayor replied while laughing. Biden and First Lady Jill visited uh, Fisherman's Wharf in Fort Myers where homes and businesses were destroyed by a hurricane last week. Uh, today, we have one job and one job only, and that is to make sure the people of Florida get everything they need to fully, thoroughly recover, Biden told the community alongside Governor Ron DeSantis and first responders. Yeah, we're here today because we wanted to tell you in person that we're thinking about you because they're top of mind. They're top of mind, and they're going to they're gonna circle back and talk to you more about the devastation. That, very clear. Very clear. So I want to be very clear at the top of mindness of the people in Florida. In all seriousness, uh, my parents live in Florida, and I will tell you that the amount of stuff that affected them was probably not as severe as um, it happened on the, the uh, Gulf side. Matter of fact, I know it wasn't as severe, but it was a severe 
it was pretty severe. And just before we go on, I'll remind everybody, uh, if you are one of those journalists and you did get one of our voicemails, we are still live. You have a few more minutes. So please, seriously, do call in. Well, I don't think they will. I don't think they will call in. No, but it's an honest, it's an honest uh, invitation. Oh, my gosh. We, we missed the biggest one. Did anybody send out something to Kyle Clark? Did we send out anything to Kyle Clark? Oh, let me, let, me, <laughs> let me find Kyle. Let's call Kyle Clark. Somebody just actually asked me, did you call Kyle Clark? I think that's a brilliant idea. I think we should call Kyle Clark. Now, I know Kyle Clark won't come on. For those of you who don't know, Kyle Clark is a little midget. So I want to circle back to the fact that he's just a little guy. Right? You've little, invited him on several antiva. times, right? I have, but he hasn't. So what he does is he goes out like the little chicken that he is, and he goes, oh, Joe, I'll be so mean. He talked about violence again on the show. I talked about not getting people to become violent before we actually hold those people accountable and send as many people as possible to Guantanamo Bay. That's what I said. So for clarity, did not advocate for anybody being hurt. I'm actually wanting to talk to journalists because I think it's your responsibility to speak truth. I mean, you're journalists. But you haven't spoken truth at all, and you've ignored all this evidence, and people are waking up to that idea. There was four groups in Texas that passed out 55,000 flyers. Now, I don't know if it's 55,000. Here's what I do know happened. And I, and I talked about this earlier this morning. 340,000 visits to a website that had information related to election fraud and others over a couple-week period of time on 55,000 flyers. And so the media is doing a terrible job of telling people about what's really happening. And so this group, and uh, FEC United was a part of that, went out there and said, let's just start promoting truth. Let's start pushing stuff out there that is truthful. And let's see if we can get, um, uh, let, let's see if we can get people to engage with it, whether it changes the tide. Because we all know what's happening with media companies and tech companies. They are purposely suppressing truth and creating a very, very tilted, evil narrative that doesn't even resemble anything like truth. Like they have lied so badly and people are, are falling for it because I think they're just either stupid or they're, what do you call it, Stockholm Syndrome? You just told them enough times, beat them enough times, done enough things bad to them, bullied them enough times that they bullied themselves into submission so they don't want to put their head up. I think that probably is what has happened in our country to a large part. We got anybody yet? Nope, not getting anything. Man, I, I got to tell you something. Let's call, should we call Jesse again? We tried to call him. Try Jesse one more time. All right, or we can call Malkabach. 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 I'll call Malkabach. Malkabach. He's a good one. And this guy had lots to say about me. He, I think he has a crush on me. You think he has a crush on me? think he likes my beard? I think he likes my beard. Did he write a, did he, did, was he the one who wrote an article calling your beard a conspiracy theorist? My beard is a conspiracy theorist? I'm sure it must be by now. No, it's got to be. Um, Joe Oldman, founder of the far-right group FEC United, which has its own militia division, <laughs> uh, and who now called for the hanging of elected officials. That's not what I called for. Uh, will MC the event in Grand Junction Friday evening. So this is about an event back in uh, June. They rely on a report co-authored by another event speaker, Jeff O'Donnell, which has been investigated and debunked by the Mesa County District Attorney, Dan Rubenstein. Okay, so I want to be clear about this because he wrote this. Um, nothing's been debunked, and it wasn't investigated. He didn't, have any, he didn't have any people that had any sort of cyber experience at all. You have Jeff O'Donnell that has Voicemail. decades. Uh, is it? Yeah, I think they're talking to each other. Hey, what? Eric, just wanted to give you another invitation. This is uh, Paul with Conservative Daily. Yeah, we want um, to talk to you. Yeah, Joe's here with me too. So <laughs> if you do want to call in, 
Uh, the number is 888-441-1121. Uh, we'd love to talk to you, brother. So uh, 888-441-1121. God bless. So the difference between people like me, people like Mike, by the way, let's put up this up for MyPillow. You can go to MyPillow and save up to 66% with code CD21. You see this? This is the Get Cozy This Fall MyPillow bed sheets are only $29.98 with promo code CD21. So they got a bunch of new uh, bed sheets. You can go there and you can save, I think that's 70%. Right? Boop. Yep, 70%. It's a little bit more. That's 70%. So you can save big and use promo code CD21. $29.98 MyPillow bed sheets. Get cozy this fall and order those. So the differences between them and us, I, I talk to journalists. I talk to journalists all the time. Did you find Kyle Clark by any chance? I only have emails. I'm not seeing any phone numbers. They're retarded. Which isn't surprising. These people are retarded. And, oh. by the way, put it up there. Retarded is an actual word. We have made this word. Let me tell you what retarded means. That's retarded. Retarded. These are freaking retards. Retards are when a bird goes and takes a turd and then goes down, picks up the turd, eats it, gets back up, and returds it. It's called retarded. Now, they say you can't do that. That's not a real word. It is a real word because it, a turd does come from a bird, <laughs> and a bird can't eat its own turd, which means it then has to turd again, so it's returning the turd. Got it? So it's returded. So you are a secondary recycled turd from a bird. <laughs> that is what returded means, just for all those that are listening. They don't, they don't like this, do they? No, I really don't think that the. No, and you, no. know, you know, you uh, know, we've said this a few times we're, among the team. I think this is probably their greatest fear. I, we're going to keep doing it because the things I found out about them. Oh my gosh, whoo! I I do have I did have some like zingers for uh, uh, Deminis Susan Deminis. Now I know way too much about Deminis. Way too much. You've been a naughty, naughty girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Ash did send him some stuff. Um, how much of the story you wrote of Eric Coomer below was your idea, craft, research choice, or how much was the New York Times magazine or other entities, government or otherwise? And so this is a question that, that was put together by the team. New York Times only published the federal government's account of election system vulnerabilities and has actively and maliciously targeted skeptics of the narrative, ostensibly on behalf of the federal government. As a journalist with this outlet, does that bother you? So this is for you, Susan. And by the way, I know so much about you. Man, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised hey, you're a journalist. Joe. They hide you, don't they? Uh, yeah. Oh, they certainly do. So here's something interesting. So by the way, we are on Facebook. Um, we are? Just as a reminder oh. to everybody, uh, I tested this morning. I sent out the text. <laughs> so some of you may be able to actually comment on Facebook. Twitter, uh, I'm just noticing, they have changed all of our live streams. So now it doesn't show up as a video on our page. Oh. Now it's just a little, it's just a little URL at the bottom it doesn't expand and you can't actually see it even if you click on the post unless you click on the post and then click directly to the link okay i am under i am under so <laughs> elon musk for those that you know elon musk is going to go through and purchase twitter so let me tell you what i think is going to happen elon's going to buy twitter he's going to take it private he's going to take it private he's going to go ahead and do all the stuff to make sure he cleans it up then he's going to take it public again want to bet i'd take that bet he's going to take it public and here's where here's where it starts to rain he's going to return everybody's account to him da, da, da. 
Alex Jones, I'm looking forward to having you back on the on the on the channel. Let's well, go. He said explicitly, let's undo all the permanent bans unless they were actually advocating violence, not like the kind of advocating that the FBI says that we're doing by, you know, saying there should be accountability for people who I, defraud the country. I was banned from Twitter not for advocating for violence because they said I had multiple accounts. I was like, this is the only account I've ever had. So there's a good chance that many of you will be able to follow me on Twitter. If you decide to go back there. Now, I am going to tell you that as I tell you to go to Truth Social and to go to at Joe Oltman, because that's really where I like to hang out. If I were to hang out on any social account, which I don't, and I'm sorry, many of you go, Joe, you don't post enough, and I don't because I'm just not, it's not, it's not been my thing. It's not been my thing. So we're not going to have any journalists today. It doesn't look like we're going to have any journalists. This really sucks. No, we went fishing. We tried. I'm really upset. I'm really kind of, I'm upset over this. I mean, I, I hate to tell you I'm upset, but I'm really upset. Yeah, you know, it's sad that I feel like 90% <laughs> of the bites we might get are when they just don't expect it, like the one from VOA who called. Shouldn't the journalists want to defend their own writing? I think so. Why wouldn't they? Why won't they? I want you guys to all ask. All right. So you got to share it with everyone, first of all. you got to share it with everyone and say, look, Joe tried to call the journalist. Maybe we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, right? We'll give him the benefit of the doubt, walk through this again, ask him a bunch of uh, questions, and, uh, and see what they think. By the way, Rumble rants are not working. We know they're not working. If you put something up, nobody's doing rumbles. I understand. Something's broken. You can actually leave comments, though. So you can actually go to comments. Oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a Twitter post right now, and I'm gonna tag Kyle. See if he sees it. You are, Kyle. We, Kyle, we need you, bro. Would love to. Kyle Clark. Talk. Kyle, we'd love to talk to you. We're, we we're doing an investigation. Yeah, we wanna, we wanna bring you on as a journalist, investigative journalist. Yeah, come on as yeah. a guest uh, journalist. Okay, for the evening. So we, we will continue to ask people if they would like to stand up and have a conversation. I'm all for conversations, all for it. Jesse Paul, the Colorado Sun, we reached out to you. Uh, Susan uh, Deminis, I reached out to you. I mean, I'll send you another email too. And I know that I know that Ash reached out to you as well. And she was doing a follow-up piece on the article about Eric Coomer. I wanted to see if you had any comments about this week's report of the New York Times about Koenig's CEO. I personally only answer questions that are provided me in writing, so I'm extending you the same courtesy. Um, so she asked these questions. Hopefully we get an answer. We'll be talking about these. So let me read in full what else uh, was written. Um, first question, Koenig was a top discussion during the True the Vote pit event over the summer. This foreshadowed the disclosure of the Stuart Thomas wrote about yesterday in the New York Times after one day after he dismissed those same Koenig disclosures as conspiracy theory. Um, as the journalist that writes about election conspiracies, have you done your own due diligence on these allegations? Are you familiar with the role that Koenig software played in U.S. elections? Sorry. Um, are you familiar with the role that Dominion Voting Systems' democracy seat plays in U.S. elections? Oh, there you put it up there. Good job. Kyle Clark, we'd love to talk to you. We're live on CD. Come on as a guest journalist for the evening. Call in, brother. <laughs> uh, second question. The New York Times has only published the federal government's account of election system vulnerabilities that have actively and maliciously targeted skeptics of that narrative. Ostensibly on behalf of the federal government. As a journalist with this outlet, does that bother you? Oh, I read this before, but we'll keep reading it. How much of the story you wrote on Eric Coomer, linked below for your convenience, was your idea, craft, research choice, and how much of it was New York Times Magazine or other entities, government or otherwise? 
Third question. New York Times framed of Koenig CEO by Stuart Thompson is very similar to your framing of Eric Coomer during the information piece, specifically the persecuted principle of the protagonist, Eugene Yu, Eric Coomer, and the painting of dangerous election deniers as the aggressors. Did you collaborate with Thompson? Were you both directed by the same superiors on these assignments? Same editor. If, this, if the answer to these questions is no, to what do you attribute the similarities? Ooh, doggy. Susan, been a bad girl. How I mean, dare you? How dare you? Fourth question. And by the way, yes, I'm having fun with this because these pieces of trash have ruined people's lives and caused irreparable harm to people's livelihoods, to their families, to relationships. They're trash. And they've done nothing but destroy everything that is good about this nation. And they've the destroyed question. the confidence of the American people in anything, and they've lied to them, which has led to a lot of bad things. So let's go to the fourth question. And we are, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read out to the, reach out to the journalist department at Yale. Will you do that for me? Yeah. Reach out to the journalist department at Yale. I want to reach out to Yale students and say, hey, I want to show you some similarities. Let's get kids at Yale who might be freakishly left to actually answer some questions. Maybe they'll come on the show and talk. I mean, they'd love to, right? It'd be like their TikTok moment. Where fourth question is where is your journalistic curiosity when it comes to the claims about our election system that were made in 2016, including in the movie Kill Chain, the claims that are being made presently since 2020, and the evidence that has been discovered and subsequently dismissed or covered up by the government about voting system vulnerabilities. Examples of the latter would be the EAC report in Georgia, based on J. Alex Halderman's work, as well as the 2020 claims that the voting machines cannot connect to the internet compared to the fact that they now admit this now and issue guidance to clerks to make sure they are that they don't accidentally reconnect per Colorado Secretary of State newsletter to clerks in June 2022 prior to the primary election. I am personally very interested in the last question as I always had such reverence for the New York Times as an expiring journalist and J school student. But this election story really has challenged the old gray lady brand for me. You teach journalism at Yale, don't you? How would you answer that question for your students? All the best, Ash. Yes. Isn't it interesting? We're out of time, so I can't, can't get Mr. Kyle Clark. Although, man, if he does call in afterwards, we will get right back on, just so you know. I would love, love. And we're, and we're live. No delay. No, We're live. Mm-hmm. Kyle, if you want to call in, it's the last chance. Last chance. I hit you on Twitter. So 888-441-1121, brother. Yeah, we're even calling your brother. We're, we're even giving you the respect of brother. I'm not sure I would have done that. I would have called you sister. Hey, sister, sister. Liar, he's liar, brother liar, in liar, God's liar, kingdom, liar, liar. but, you know, maybe, maybe that's about it. All right. Well, listen, we tried today. We tried to reach out to the journalist. I want to give a shout-out to Jesse Paul, the Colorado Sun, uh, Eric Malbach, Colorado Times recorder, um, Quentin Young. How you doing, brother? Yeah, you're probably the one that I'd really like to interview, only because you seem like you're somewhat sensible in some things. Actually, not really. So I, I'm under no grand assumption that you would actually uh, come to any conclusions that were sensible, but you might actually have an argument that I could debate without laughing at you. Maybe. Susan Diminis, you have been a bad girl. I, you have really been a bad girl. And I don't even, the, the stuff that I learned about these journalists, we are going to have fun writing stuff. And that's not even it. Uh, there, there is so much stuff that we're going to be writing and about others. Sean Beadle was easy. That one would be good. But I think she's grown tired of me. But now I'm, I'm coming, going back. And I'm going to say, listen, 
he, she, we're going to have to write the stuff about you with the uh, revolution, right? The, what is it called? Our revolution. We're going to have oh. to write that because there's lots of stuff that came out of that deal. And then how you're connected to these far left, uh, very, very, very bad groups that have done some violent things to people and committed some pretty bad crimes. You're connected to some really bad people, actually. Um, so we'll be able to. Oh, wait, we got a call in. We have a call in. I don't know who this is from. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see. We have a caller. Hi, this is Conservative Bailey. Hi, how are you guys? Well, well, who is this? Oh, this is just an ordinary person. I just wanted to call and say hi. Oh, we have a regular caller. Hmm? We have a regular caller. Yeah, not a journalist. Well, get some more information for a regular caller up there. Sorry. No, that's all right. We're always good for regular callers. All right, but we're going to pray. All right, close it out. Guys, thanks for staying with me tonight. I'm sorry that I didn't get you any journalists on here. They, I think they were talking to each other because they're all a part of the same group. Um, but we're going to go ahead and pray if we can and uh, just ask for, for uh, you know, ask for their souls to be saved. And you'd say, Joe, you called them retards. How is that, how is that good? I'm going to tell you something. I didn't say it was Jesus. I said that I'm, I'm a sheepdog. And I'm fighting for the soul of our nation. And I'm going to have a little fun with it because, frankly, there's only two ways that you can handle things like this. One is laughter and the other one is anger. And I don't want to be angry. So I'm going to make fun of them because it's funny, but it's not. So we'll make fun of them as we go to the fight. And for those of you that are thinking about doing something really bad, you're thinking about doing something really bad, if you're thinking about doing something really bad to people who are doing really bad things, think again. The, the wheels of justice do turn slowly, but they are turning. And they are turning now at a higher pace than they were a month ago or two months ago or three months ago. And we are waking up as a nation. And this 5%, 10% of our thing with the bullhorn that are trying to do everything they can to hurt us as a nation. Yeah. And the rants are back. Man, that's not a conspiracy or anything. Everyone hit the rumble rant if you would, please. Go back and share it. Be an ambassador of truth. Hey, I'm going to put her on for a minute. You are? Okay, let's do it. Hi, regular person. Hi, regular person. Hi. How are you? Hi, Joe. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I am I'm, I'm getting um, feedback, a little bit of feedback. Yeah, we got some feedback. I, It'll go away. Yeah. Just, just keep talking. You're fine. I just wanted to give you a minute, oh, and okay. thank you for your words. Yeah, right. oh my God. so, I, I, you know, I just love you guys. I just really want, I'm calling because, you know, you talk about journalists and stuff, and conservative journalism has basically gone AWOL. Oh. I just love you, and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, because without you, without this show, and you and people like Stu Peters, you guys are a dime in a dozen conservative journalists have basically just disappeared. They've gone silent about the stolen election. You know, they're not talking about the deadly jabs. I, every day I wake up, I'm 61 years old, every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, I used to watch Fox News because I watched Fox News for 25 years. Yeah. Um, not doing that anymore. Stop doing that since the stolen election. Stop doing that since they went silent. Joe, you have more courage in your toe, okay, than these people have in their whole bodies. They are lost souls. You are a man of courage and integrity, and everybody on this network, everybody on your show, 
I love you. I am so appreciative. I thank God for you guys. I just wanted to say that. Well, I just I, wanted I, to say I am so grateful. Well, I, 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 for people uh, like you. I appreciate the. Uh, I appreciate the uh, encouragement, and uh, sometimes it's it's it gets lost what I do and what we do. Um, mm-hmm. But but I believe the courage is infectious, and I believe that people are finding that courage, and they're finding ways to to root out this evil without having to get to a place where they feel like they don't have any choice but to rise to arms or to create violence or to meet violence with violence. And so I'm just grateful for the opportunity I have to sometimes lead and sometimes follow, because there are times that I have to follow others as well. So I just uh, I'm, I'm very grateful for your thoughts. Thank you. I just I I, I just. Can't thank you. I can't thank you enough. I, I turn your show on, and it's a breath of fresh air. It's a breath of fresh air. It's it's you and Mike Lindell and Stu Peters, and there's not many of you. There's not many of you left. And I I'm, I'm a 61 year old. I have been through this life. I have seen just about everything. Um, I trusted conservative journalism for years, and. There's nowhere to turn, and this is why when I turn your show on, I'm like, wow, wow, we really are going to save this country because we we have people who are speaking out. And I don't think you give yourself enough credit, Joe. I don't think you and your your co-host, you don't give yourself enough credit. You really don't. You really don't understand what you're doing. You don't understand the, 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 the level of just what God expects people like you, conservatives in, in, on the radio, um, podcasters, you know, on the Lindell Network, um, you know, just fighting, 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 getting the truth out, speaking the truth. It's so easy to speak the truth, but people are just, and like you said, it, it's contagious. It's it's yeah. really getting out, and I'm just so, so grateful. Well, we were all born and, at a time like this to, yeah. I think, to uh, cut the path and to see the light. I see the light. I see the light at the end of the tunnel, and I see what, what our mission is, and I see it as clear as day. It, I, I know that we're going to run towards it. We've got to continue to run towards it. We've got to continue to pursue truth. And, and frankly, we've got to root out and call evil what it is, and we've got to call them what they are. And we got to stop pretending that we have to act with decorum. You do not act with decorum when someone is trying to do harm to those around you. Be a sheepdog. I want to be a sheepdog. I want other people to be a sheepdog. So thanks for your call. I'm going to pray now, and um, we're at the end of the show. But God bless you. And thank- Where are you calling me from, by the way? God bless you. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. I'm from Jersey, though. All right. Um, yeah, so I moved, I moved to PA about a year ago. Um, I just, you know, I'm just so grateful. I mean, I really just was calling to say hi, <laughs> and you put me on the air, and that just means the world to me. And um, you know, like I was saying, I mean, I'm I'm a staunch conservative, and I am so disappointed, so disappointed in journalism today. I am so so disappointed in how our country, the 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 turn that this country has taken without conservative journalism, Joe. Yeah. We are, we're up, you know, what's Creek without a paddle. Yeah. And you guys are really making up for it. You really are. You're making up for the Hannity's of the world that have just basically disappeared. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? We had an, elect, an election stolen right underneath our noses. 
Yeah, you know, we, these these evil jabs are destroying lives, jobs, livelihoods, yeah. lives. Well, and keep... you are speaking out. Yeah. And I thank you one more time. Thank you, and God bless you to you, you and your staff. God bless you. Take care. Always great to end the show that way. We're going to end it with a prayer, but I do want to say thank you to all of you. Um, there has been some, you know, I see that Tim's in the comments. So Tim, I want to say hi to you. Quit being a, a, a stranger. Let's make sure that we get together. Um, I'm not going to tell you that I've always said the right thing or done the right thing. I'm not going to tell you that at all. But I'm going to tell you that I act authentically always, and I always speak truth. It's just, it's just where most people that have come from nothing will find themselves. So just, just remember that. But let's, uh, let's pray now. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have. Thank you for that caller, for that beautiful woman that, that literally just called and, and lifted up not just me, but the entire team and, and gave us not, not hopium, but, but true hope that we are all starting to wake up and face the same direction and recognizing the role that we must play in restoration, Father, bringing you back to our community and making it so that we can, with courage and without shame, speak your words into our community, into our schools, into our churches, that we can stand for what the words of the Bible state we should stand for. Help us, Father, that we can, that we can walk the path of righteousness. Help us that we can do your work, but do so with wisdom. Do so with patience. Do so with the ability to forgive others while making sure that we know that we yield the sword and that that sword may at some time point be, need to be used, but that we do so with humility, Father. Help us that we may speak truth always. We become ambassadors of truth. Please, please, please guard our hearts, Father. Guard our minds. Help us to do good while we protect others. Help us to all become sheepdogs protectors of the flock, protectors of others that would not necessarily stand up and do the same thing that we would do. Help us to recruit into that environment people that are standing up for the values that our country stands for, that saw millions of Americans die protecting. Help us, Father, that we may be able to see the light and stay on task to complete the mission. We know that we are arm wrestling with the devil himself. And we know, Father, that we are not going to give up. So give us the stamina to get through it, to do what's right, and help us and protect us so that we can stand together unified, Father. No longer matters if you're a Republican or Democrat. They've, they've ruined and, and grayed out the, the edges. So, Father, help us that we may live our lives in you while recognizing that we must stand. Father, I ask all of these things in gratitude in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's good to see you guys on here. Um, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Should be pretty awesome. I'm pretty excited about, I'm actually pretty excited. I am excited about what the future holds. I don't believe that the Koenig CEO deal was all that big of a deal. Um, the, it looks like the sheriff in LA County went around the DA to get a prosecution to get them to arrest him. So you know that the DA is going to do everything they can to let that clown out. Um, now it's our turn. Now it's our turn to stand up and start doing the right thing. And let's hold these really bad people accountable for lying over and over and over again. So God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. I am going to be doing a special tonight um, on RT. So if you get a chance to watch that, 
I don't know when it'll play, but I'll let you guys know later. All right, God bless you all. I'll see you tomorrow. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.